0: with his own nicotine pouches. Ladies and gentlemen, we want you to stand and we want you to make some noise. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three of left. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at
1: Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. time. have you got a
2: for a rest
0: duplicated the greatest show on dirt the world of it's time to sit back relax and
3: enjoy
2: because ladies and gentlemen it's showtime
0: set to do battle for 30 laps the green flag is waving
2: hello again it is wing nation presented by sage fruit talking sprint car racing our favorite time of the week and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post joined by, uh, who are you? Do you have a name tag? Aaron Evernham How are you, my old, my, 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 not my old friend, long my friend lost. from the long lost. Yes, yes, long lost friend. Yes,
4: I'm good. I'm very good. I'm glad to be back.
2: I'm glad to have you back as well. It is good to see you. Always good to hang out. We do, again, appreciate Justin Fiedler. Man, yeah. We I've said this all along, when, when Kendra was my co-host, We had you and Ashley as the bench, for lack of a better term. (laughs) And then Kendra moved on to Knoxville and now on to Flow Racing. You and Ashley are the lead team. And we have got an incredible, the bench yeah, with Justin. Fierler. I know. I thought
4: I was going to maybe lost my no, seat. No,
2: no, no. You'll never lose your seat here. But he, he just, Justin just does such a good yes. job and I love his dirt tracker site. So we do appreciate him. How have you been? I've seen some ribbons and horse shows and beaches and my gosh. Yeah,
4: It's been a busy summer, but all good stuff. We went on a quick Disney cruise and then we went to the beach for a few days. And then I spent the last four or five days at a horse show with Kate and, uh, I don't know where she gets this like desire, competition, comp- like
2: yeah. I don't know where she would get a competitive spirit yeah. from with so, you and Ray. I, mean, I can't imagine that. She yeah. won.
4: She had a really good weekend, and Ray was walking with her to go get her awards, and uh, he said something about him. You know, so I'm proud of you. And I don't know her exact words, but she looked at him and said, "You know, well, you know, Dad, I wouldn't be this good at this sport if it wasn't for the hard work." And he was like, "Oh, wow. I've done. My job is done." So, yeah, she she takes it so serious, which is neat. I mean, she'll be eight in a few weeks, but it's... Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, it's different. It's um, a a whole new world, but there's a lot of parallels to the racing world. Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
2: good stuff. It really is. Well, good to have you back, that's for sure. And what a week to come back.
4: I know. I'm excited about this week.
2: We're going to talk more about that. Uh, Jerry Gappins, actually, the GM up at Eldora Speedway, is going to join us. And Carson Macedo, fresh off from that Mm -hmm. win, what a... Month that's been for Carson Macedo, holy cow! So those are our two guests here on the show. But um, yeah, this week I just I can't even fathom what it's going to be like.
4: I me either. I it's I, just yeah,
2: it's just bonkers. It really is.
4: It's kind of making me wish I was in Rossburg, Ohio. Well, yeah, Attica for tonight. But yes,
2: yeah, yeah. I um I'm in. A, you you talked about your time with Kate and 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 then with Ray J as well and everything like that. I'm in a, um, I am probably in my final summer as a dad with two girls living at home. Yeah. Um, you know, one's moving internationally, so I know she won't be around and the other one's moving out in September, August and August. And so I'm just like elbows up with being dad with my girls. Yep. Um, so we're going to Pennsylvania, not central Pennsylvania. We're going up to visit family and I'm like, I've wrestled with this week, particularly Yeah. Um, with Eldora. But I I know 100% I've made the right call um, because the time with my girls there'll be I don't know there'll be other Eldora millions but there'll be other Kings Royals yes. and things where I'm sitting around with no kids saying man I'm bored let me jump in the car and drive to Rossburg and so I'm in the same boat though this week I just yeah. it's like I can't imagine I mean
4: talk about an historic event it's just yeah
2: really is never Could've been be anything like it so uh, and and so yeah and I mentioned this Jerry Gappins, who uh, uh, gosh I. I go back to Jerry, my gosh, Charlotte Motor yeah. Speedway Media Tours in the uh, mid-90s with Jerry. Um, Central Cabarrus High School football games when his son played there. <laughs> so I'm so excited for uh, to get a chance to catch up with Jerry, general manager. And, and my first question is going to be, are the pizza burgers ready? That's my first mm. question. Yes, exactly. In the toilet waters. The toilet waters. Pizza burger, toilet water, and <laughs> cheese balls. And you put the cheese balls on top of the pizza yes, burgers, and you got some, yes. That's a Kendra Jacobs special right there. Mm. That was Kendra Jacobs told me that, and that's money right there. That is money. All right, let's get into our after racing product, Hot Topics. We've already veered off into the food category. Of course. Noss, uh, World of Outlaw, Noss Energy Drink Sprint Cars, Wilmot Speedway. We're going to talk to Carson about this. Um, fourth win of the season, 32nd of his career. Um, it's, you know, June 10th was that crash at Knoxville. And I don't care what anyone says. When you go through something like that, it has got to have an impact on you yeah. physically and mentally. Mentally, I'll be honest to see where Carson's at with that.
4: Yeah, uh, I thought where, it was interesting after the race, his comments. He, you yes, know, he, uh, being in North Carolina, we don't really know the ins and outs. And then you right. hear how much it really did impact him. Yeah.
2: And so looking forward to talking yeah. to him and good to see him back. We have... Such a neat situation with the world of outlaws where not only there's been a lot of times where one team has been excellent. Yeah. It's been the 15 (laughs) or the 49. Yeah, or the eleven. Or the eleven back in the day. We've had some seasons where there's been two teams that have been excellent. We're in a situation this year where there's three teams that have just been excellent. Out across the board, Brad Sweet, David Gravel, and Carson. And it's good to have Carson back on his high horse. Yep. So uh, we'll talk with him. That's going to be good. The All-Stars, they were Friday night at Ransomville. Zeb Wise picked up the win. Saturday night, the Lou Blaney Memorial was Tyler Courtney picking up the victory. So seems like this one's kind of come down to the Zeb-Tyler show. Mm-hmm. And they both got wins this past weekend. Other winners, it's like I go online and <laughs> it's like, okay, River Cities, let me see if Mark Dobmeyer won again. Our Lernerville. Let's see if AJ Flick won again. Yep. Our Knoxville. Let's see if Brownie won again. All three did. Yep. They all three won again. Um, more of the same. And and it's just they're just so good. There there are so many. We had AJ Flick on our television program a couple of weeks ago, and boy is he so dialed in in yeah. Western Pennsylvania, particularly Lernerville. But it's just really fun to watch excellence um, with Dob Meyer. It's it, obviously his story yeah and getting back after the burns this time which is after the back injury the last time um just you see his name winning the race and I smile yep i really do and then brownie has just been on this i, I am i am fascinated to see brownie for the nationals yeah cuz he's had some good chances at he this has. Thing. he's
4: been a contender for sure
2: but Boy, I think there's a I think there's a little bit something more there. Reunited with Chet Morgan. I don't yeah. think that hurts him at all. Um, sometimes you go away from each other to learn yeah. about each other. Brownie has talked with us talked about, about it, that. Yeah. He talked about it with us. Um I I I I don't know. I just think Brownie's gonna be fascinating and the way he's getting around Knoxville. Now we saw it when the outlaws were there a couple weeks ago. He was in the I was on the podium yeah. both nights. So um man, it's gonna be good. And we have that. Okay, and then Sunday night, Houston's, And just the fact that we say Sunday night Hewson's still makes me giddy mm-hmm. because we went through a phase where we didn't think we were going to yeah. say Sunday nights at Houston's.
4: Yeah, and we've been tuning in on Sunday nights. We've been watching.
2: I'm telling you, it is so good. Yeah, and, and I they, love that.
4: I do love that racetrack. I love
2: that racetrack. Um, the announced crew up there is— They're very good. They are so good. I mean— mm-hmm. Well, I, I know even after the high banks, Johnny Gibson said, you know, I like a lot of the announcers I work with, but the guys at are just yeah. they're just phenomenal. They have such a knowledge and passion and presentation. You take a good race, you take a good caller, you take everything, you put it yes. together, and it's Sunday nights at Houston's. Yep. Um, a guy by the name of Christopher Trom, and I had his name wrong on TV, so I apologize. Those of you watching later in the week, I apologize. Uh, Christopher Trom. Career first 410 win, pass Brooke Tattenal on lap 14, survived some late race restarts. His quote afterwards, since I was a kid, I've been coming here and this is pretty cool. Um, I love that. Yeah. I really do. So we have the Brownies and Myers and and um AJ Flicks, the guys that win all the time. And then we get the new guys. The new winner. And I love that as well. So That's what I love about sprint car racing. We're at a really, really good spot. It's really, really fun and a lot going on, that's for sure. So uh, we're going to be joined by Carson Macedo, but need to remind you that HRP knows sprint car racing. Therefore, they know what works best for your team. No other accessories can match quality performance and design, and top trailer users use HRP trailer accessories to outfit they're stock and custom-built units, Aaron. Yep,
4: they're always adding, like, new cordless tool charging stations. They're sleek in design, hold two cordless drills, impacts, or flashlights and battery chargers. It keeps clutter from your workbench. The roster includes something for every racer, team, trailer, and shop. So don't settle for anything less than Sprint Car Racing's number one accessories manufacturer.
2: www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. The Sage Fruit Hotline is next with Carson Macedo. Stay with us. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd. Speedway, When the world of outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways and more. Then catch Donnie Schatz and the rest of the world of outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights. Details at skagitspeedway.com.
0: The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Grove speedway plus you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put williams grove on the map that's the track tribute to williams grove speedway featured april 3rd through october 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing the national sprint car hall of fame and museum in knoxville iowa welcome back it is wing
2: nation presented by sage fruit now we did a little chit chat with this guy during the break and I'm so jealous right now. I am so jealous. I want to be adopted by the Linders. I want to be. I'm not. Not a bad I, place to be. No, I'm not a talented young sprint car racer from California. Um, but I want to be adopted from the Linders because joining us from the Lenders, uh, he drives that number 41 Jason Johnson racing car. Carson Macedo joins us. Hello, Carson. How are you?
1: Hey guys, doing really well. I,
2: I guess you are. When you go to Northwestern Ohio, that has got to be just, you've got to have it circled on your calendar because you know, it's not a hotel. It's not a motor coach. It's the lender's house. That has got to be one that you have circled.
1: Yeah, it's pretty special. Yeah. My brother, it basically lives with him out here in the Midwest and he, you know, it's just, we, we really enjoy this time of year. I was just, actually talking to Tommy Tarleton on the phone and was telling him, you know, that this is one of my favorite times of the year from about this point the Knoxville is, is just the highlight. And it kind of gets kicked off here. I was staying there on the break, you know, my family's here, my mom and dad and uh, and Felicity Dyson, who I drive for in Australia. They, you know, have been big supporters of my career. They're here hanging out and they have their niece and my girlfriend, Holly, and uh, obviously my brother. And, um, the 21 team, Tarleton team, is going to run a lot of these races coming up, you know, through Knoxville and then back, you know, to the West Coast. So um, Drew Warner, my is now my cousin that's married, you know, married my cousin. Just it's really cool. Everybody hanging out and having a good time. And um, like I said, the lenders they've just become like the orphanage over here, and uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. I think Steph and and Mike enjoy it just as much as we do, which which makes it pretty special.
4: That's awesome. Well, and what a great place to celebrate your win this past weekend. Um, tell us about the weekend. Obviously, you've had a rough month since uh, since Knoxville. Uh, you had some good finishes, but it was nice to get back in victory lane, wasn't it?
1: It was. Uh, you know, it was it, that, that deal in Knoxville. Like I said in my interview there the other night when I won, I, I feel like sprint car racing in general, you just take for granted how tough it is night in, night out to perform at the top you know, peak level. And, um, I just was going through a lot there after the wreck, you know, went to Beaver Dam and just felt like maybe I still had a concussion. Um, and my ribs were bothering me a lot. And it just, it was so hard to be focused on doing a really good job in the race car. And my, my mind was on so many other things I felt like, um, and then, you know, Houston's kind of, I felt like I was starting to recover through Houston. Um, it was getting better, but it was still, you know, quite a bit of a struggle. And then Cedar Lake, I felt, you know, better again, but still not 100%. And then, you know, coming into Wilmot, I just, I felt like I was in a much better place. I had worked out throughout the week finally, felt good enough to do that. I was in a better place mentally. I wasn't taking any paint medication. I felt, you know, prepared for the situation. And, um, you know, I think Philip Clyde, and Nate just delivered with a really good race car again at Wilmot like they did the year prior. Uh, We were able to get a win then, too. And I, so I knew I had a good shot. I knew my car would be good. And, um, it just felt good to be standing back in victory lane. You know, you start thinking, like, man, am I, am I doing the wrong things? Am I not, am I not executing right? But I think a lot of it was just, you know, when your body isn't in the right place, your mind struggles to keep up. And then, yeah, you're just not going to beat Brad Sweet and David Gravel and Donnie Schatz and Sheldon and Logan and all these really good drivers when, when, you know, they are at 100% and, and they are doing their best job and they're not making the mistakes, So, um, yeah, it felt good to be back and just get a, get a win for my team and our sponsors and everybody that's a part of JJR.
2: Yeah, you know, I look at this thing, and, and Aaron and I talked about it in the opening of the show. There was nine races between Knoxville and you're picking up the win up at Wilmot, and eight of them were top tens, which is, yeah. which is, which is good. It's
4: actually amazing. The for problem
2: most. in 2023 <laughs> is that darn David yeah. Gravel and Brad Sweet. Top tens are not going to get it for you at this point.
1: No, 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 they're not. Top fives are gonna are gonna win the championship. It's it's crazy, you know. Right now, it, it sucks because we're you know we're distant. I mean, we're 50 points back in third, which is you know not ideal. I mean, we'd love to be leading the championship, obviously, but you know, we've actually had a pretty decent season. You know, we, we've, we've probably won less than we did last year at this time, but we've really been consistent and had some great runs. And, um, you know, Knoxville set me back. I was leading the points at that point and then just, just, you know, like you said, I'm running the top 10, but I'm losing points every night because they're winning runs second or, or running the top five. And, um, but ultimately, like like you said, it's just between us three, I mean, I, I think any given night, it's like, who's going to finish in front of the other? And there's been a few nights where we're, we're one, two, three, or we're one, two, three, yeah. one, two, four, or, you know, and it's like, man, you feel like you won the race, and you're all excited, you get out, and it's like, oh, Brad, Brad, you know, you, you, you gain two points, yeah. it's not, so it's just tough, um, and, you, know, you got to execute and you got to do a really good job uh, on any given night. And I feel like them two uh, are, you know, I knew going into the season that they were probably going to be the two guys to beat, but um, you see guys go on runs where they're really killing it. You know, we were kind of on that run, you know, it, it, prior to Knoxville. And then, you know, I had my wreck, and then I feel like now David's sort of been on that run. And, uh, but, you know, Brad's always right there. Like as good as David's been, he still hasn't taken the points lead. So, um, it's crazy, but it sure makes it fun, uh, you know, as a race car driver, in my opinion, to be that competitive every night, you know, to try to beat them guys is, is special, I think. It's a great time to be be a sprint car driver.
4: Carson, I want to go back to the Knoxville wreck, and as a former driver, I know we don't love to talk about the, the wrecks and the things that happen. but, you know, you scared the heck out of the whole industry that night, I want to talk about the support you felt from the community because I just went through Twitter and I saw people from all forms of motorsports reaching out, offering prayers and thinking of you. What was that like for you as you started to recover?
1: Oh, man, the racing community is awesome. I feel like anytime anybody has like a horrific crash or accident, everybody's here on social media reaching out and you know, you think sometimes, oh, well, you know, what does it really mean? Are they even going to see it or are they? man, I sat there and you know, when you're wrapped up and rib <laughs> hurts and you can't really do nothing else, you sit there and get on Twitter and you know, just to see how many people were, you know, praying for me and reaching out. You know, we really hope that you're doing well. And the amount of text messages and uh, direct messages and things that I had was crazy. It took me a while to respond to everyone, but try to respond to everyone. It was special doing it because this goes to show you how many people really do want to see you you know, do well and get back out there on the racetrack and, and, uh, you know, of course not get hurt or, or, you know, badly injured to where you can't. So um, it it was special. And I feel like it helped me, it helped motivate me to get back to the track and do a good job. And, um, you know, just, you you feel like, you feel like you got a lot more people that are supporting you and on your side than maybe you thought. And um, that meant a lot to me. So, I'd say past that, you know, the guys that helped me try and get out of the race car, you know, that was a big eye opener as well. Mm-hmm. To watch the video of, yeah. you know, Brad sweet, Spencer Baston, and and Gio, I mean at one point Gio's suit catches on fire, you know, and, you know Brad, he was leaned in there in the race car trying to get my belts off and Spencer as well, he was coming in from the other side and I mean they're running right into harm's way into the fire as well trying to help me out and I just think that that goes a, that is a really really cool thing and i hope someday i hope it never happens nobody ever catches on fire but if they do i hope i'm the one that can help somebody else out you know it um it was pretty special and i think it says a lot about the world of outlaw tour in general you know ultimately like we're all out there competing and you forget this sometimes because it's such a competitive nature we're all out there doing it for a living everybody's trying to win the championship everybody's trying to you know put it put good runs on the table for their sponsors and their fans But ultimately. You know, we're a family out there, and the last thing you want is see somebody get hurt or even, you know, fatally injured, at, fatal, you know, fatal accident or something like that. You you, you, you want to be there to help them, no matter how competitive you are, no matter how much you want to beat them. And I think that showed the other night. I mean, them guys jump out of their car, and they're right there along the fire safety crew, and um, I just want to say a huge thank you to them. And the Knoxville fire safety crew, I mean, if you watch the video, they were on that car instantly. And um the world of outlaw fire safety crew i mean i think i was in good hands and if anywhere there you want to wreck i'd say knoxville is probably you know top of the list and um, i think that showed the other night
2: yeah boy well said on so many accounts across the board really truly is it is special and it is a special time of the season that we are facing and I am sure you're glad to get that win out of the way because this is the week you want to be on your A game. It starts off at Attica tonight with the Brad Doty Classic and then rolls into the Million at or at Eldora and then the King's Royal this weekend. Let's talk about tonight's race, the Doty. Uh, that that kind of gets overshadowed a lot, but Brad Brad Doty is a guy that never should be overshadowed. Just your thoughts as you go into Attica, looking for, looking for your first Doty win, kicking off the week in solid fashion.
1: Man, I'm excited. I I love these weeks of the year. I mean, we're we're racing Brad Doty's race tonight. He's put up a little bit of extra money. I think he's paying fifteen thousand to win. Um, I love Attica. I love you know being around the lenders and my family. And we you know kind of sleeping in today, headed to the track. My team's ready. They've been working over at Paul Kistler's, uh, who builds our engines. And um, you know, like you said, it's just a special week. It's a special time, in my opinion, to be a sprint car driver. We got so many big pain races on our schedule. And um, this week with Tony Stewart and them putting up a million dollars to win at outdoors, it's absolutely mind boggling to me. So um, I'm, I'm excited. i I know that, uh, I know that my team is too.
4: Carson, what's the preparation like for this week? You know, we always, when I was racing a million years ago, the preparation for Knoxville was the big thing because that was our biggest race. Now you have, you know, you have Houston's, but now you have the Eldora Million and you have the Kings Royal in one week. You have pretty much five nights, I think, of, of racing straight and every night is very significant. What's the preparation been like?
1: So here's the thing. This is probably going to be an unpopular answer, but I don't think it's any different than any other time of the year. I think we probably put our best foot forward as far as yeah, we might. We're going to Eldora, so we're probably going to put in the biggest engine that we think runs the best, mm-hmm. and we're probably gonna, you know, do a little extra bolt check here and there. But you know, I, I've said this for a long time, and I and I truly do believe this. I, I don't think that there's probably one race maybe that's harder to win than any other race out there and i think that's personally i think that's the knoxville nationals i Mm -hmm. think to win the knoxville nationals you have to be good all week long there's nobody lucks into the knoxville nationals you gotta you gotta be good on your prelim night and you gotta be good on a final night it's a 50 lap feature it's a break between the two i just think you you really have to earn that win other than the knoxville nationals Every other race out there on the schedule is exactly the same as hard to win. It, it, tonight at the, at the Brad Doty Classic for 15000 is going to be just as hard to win as the million on Thursday. I guarantee it. The same cars yeah. are going to be there that are yeah. competitive to win the race. There's going to be the same amount of, of difficulty uh, to win tonight as there does Thursday. And I think it's the same thing with the National Open. I don't think it's any different than the 250 at Houston. There was a little bit there, the 250 at Houston, because there was a week-long format where you had to kind of combine some points together, and you kind of – so that's probably a little bit different. That probably falls along the lines of the Knoxville Nationals. But personally, I think, you know, if anything, maybe the Eldoramea might be easier to win than – than other races because of the fact that they're gonna invert eight in the format, seven, six or eight. So you can maybe luck out and qualify, not so good, get on the front row of your heat, lock it in. You know, I just think the regular World of Outlaw format, the preparation for a ten thousand win night should be no different than the million because they're no different to win, in my opinion. I, I mm-hmm. think they're exactly the same amount of difficulty.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, I, I, wow, I, that is that well said again. Yeah. You're, that's, that's how we're ending all your answers with, with very well said. So let, let's talk though about the million, because the one thing the million doesn't have is any world of outlaw implications. You've got, it's, it is, yeah. it is a check. That's all it is. You don't need to worry about Brad. You don't need to worry about David or Donnie or Sheldon or Logan or anybody else. Does that impact the million?
1: Yeah, so again, in my opinion, that makes the million and I'm not saying like the million is gonna be very difficult to yeah, sure. have every bit of the best drivers in the country there to win the race. But at a World of Outlaw event, so this is like i have I've I've talked about this a lot with you know, a, a several different people and you never understand it until you're running for World of Outlaw Points. But in order to beat Brad Sweet and David Gravel and Don Schott and Logan Schuhart and all these guys in the World of Outlaws Championship, you have to be there and you have to finish every race. Not only do you have to try and win a lot of races, you have to try and finish race. Yeah. And so, you know, like Kyle Larson rocks up or or Anthony Macri or Brent Marks, these guys that are ultra competitive and probably arguably as talented of race car drivers, you know, on any given night – they're in full send mode at a World of Outlaw race. They have the
2: opportunity
1: to say, "You know what, I'm running second, but I don't care about the second. I'm going to just drive this thing as hard as I can." Yeah. And we see it a lot with Kyle. I feel like mostly, you know, Kyle, you show he shows up. You can tell he's showing up to win, and he's running like every lap like it's his last. And for us, it's hard for us to do that at a World of Outlaw race because you have to finish in order to win the championships. But You know, the million's different. Everybody's there showing up like Kyle Larson. You know what I mean? So it's going to be very, very competitive. You're going to see a lot of guys that are going to, you know, they're putting it out on the line, rightfully so. And I think as a fan, if you show up to Eldora and you're not excited about watching the Eldora Million then you don't really and aren't really a fan because it's – I mean, it is going to be – guys are going to be completely laying it out there. And I seen an interview not that long ago, a couple weeks ago maybe, with Tony Stewart said, you know, if you put up a million dollars, them guys will find a way to pass. And he's right.
2: (laughs) Man i am telling you what, we, we came in the show and talked about how pumped up we are for the million. Now we're just jumping right through the set here. It's crazy. Carson, yeah. we are so happy that you are winning races again. We wish you the best. We're, we're glad you're at a good spot. You you, you, you scared all of us there with, with yeah. what happened in Knoxville. But we're so glad you're doing well, and we wish you the best this week. And uh, who knows, maybe maybe next week we'll get a chance to talk to you about how do you deposit some big checks into that bank account and how that process goes. But we uh. wish you the best on that. <laughs>
1: man i sure sure hope so it'd be great to be back on with that kind of news but uh we'll see it's a long week we're excited and uh we'll put our best foot forward and we'll see uh somebody's gonna leave a million that's for sure
2: no doubt about it carson thank you man yep there we yep. go carson masito joining us wow boy there is yeah. a lot I, i'm gonna have to go back and listen to that a couple times <laughs> there's a lot to there's digest lot. with uh, with his his recovery process with his assessment of a ten thousand dollar to win race versus a uh, and then and then setting aside yeah. two hundred fifty and then setting aside Knoxville, man, I'll tell you what, good stuff, yeah great stuff with Carson Macedo. We're going to step away when we come back. We are really going to go in deep on the Eldora Million. The general manager up at Eldoria Speedway, Jerry Gappens, he joins us next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live Bands, saves food apple giveaways and more then catch johnny shops and the rest of the world of outlaws as they take on washington's best sprint car drivers thursday friday and saturday nights details at skagitspeedway.com
0: the national sprint car hall of fame and museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to williams grove speedway inside the museum's main floor from april 3rd through october 2nd this year You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds, Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic National Open Sprint Car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, Featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. I'm telling you, we we came in to the set. And
2: we were like, here, my hand, those of you listening, my hand is right at the top of the set. After listening to Carson Macedo talk about this Eldora yeah. thing, we are just through the roof. I mean, this is going to be bonkers all week long. The Eldora Million and then the King's Royal coming up this weekend. Joining us, the general manager up at Eldora Speedway, Jerry Gappins joins us. Hello, Jerry. Or, uh, hello, Jerry. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, Steve. I'm
3: glad to, to hear your optimistic voice there you know You became famous uh, this is going to be bigger than the summer shootout that you became famous at there charlotte for uh, many many years ago
2: i was thinking that i was thinking that i've got uh, i think this is year 27 i'll be out there again tonight Ooh. doing the summer shootout with all the kids out there but yeah this might be uh this might be rolling along a little bit larger than that um good good stuff jerry first question for you okay first and most important question are the pizza burgers ready <laughs> are the pizza burgers ready yes
3: they definitely are. We got four of them with your name on them. Uh, so if you stop by, they'll just we'll put you through the easy pass line, and you can you can get down and get
2: get serious with one of those. It is great. It really truly is, Jerry. There's been so much talk about this week, and 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 you guys did it last year with the late models. So you guys know what you're doing with these million dollar races. Um, there's been so much talk. What's it like on the eve of it all as you get ready for it all to happen?
3: You know, it's fun. You know, it's a lot. Eldora's, it's got, it's got a lot of the tendencies of a major NASCAR, IndyCar facility. As far as people and everybody doing their jobs to get ready for a major, major event, but yet it's still got the the hometown charm of uh, of a of a dirt short track at the end of the day. And I tell people it's kind of like uh, Wrigley Field or or Fenway Park, and you just uh, you do all the preparation, you get ready for these big crowds. We've already got thousands of campers, uh, camping people here. Uh, we sold out our camping uh, uh, in March, and then uh, the adjacent campgrounds are filling up. But uh, it, it just uh, it's it, I tell you what, this place was opened in '54, and when Earl built it, it, it truly is like if you build it, they will come. And uh, for being out in the middle of a uh, farm country and poultry country here in uh, in western Ohio, it, it's just amazing to watch it all come together. And, I, and that, I guess, as the general manager and the guy that watches the, everything kind of come come together, uh, that's the most satisfying part. Is to see uh, our teams working hard. We've been prepping for months for this, and then with the race fans finally arriving here. Uh, On site, it's it's just coming to life.
4: Jerry, we just got off the phone with Carson Macedo and we were talking about this week. And obviously the Kings Royal is always a staple on the World of Outlaws schedule. But the Eldora Million not being sanctioned and it being kind of a for those guys that follow points for the World of Outlaws, kind of a free night. They get to one off. They can kind of race a little harder. They're not worried about points. What is the energy like when when you have an event like that where there's so much more money that's ever been on the line for a sprint car race ever, but also that non-sanctioned, open to anyone, you know that you're going to get some serious excitement?
1: Yeah, I don't know
3: if it's going to take any pressure off. Uh, I mean, uh, it, the intensity level is going to go up from a standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, are, there are probably ten drivers that are capable of winning that million dollars. And then uh, there's always, sometimes there's always a chance for uh, uh, for a major upset. Somebody comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Brent Marks last year won a historical big one and the King's Royal, and, and uh, coming from his team there in Pennsylvania, and kind of shocked the Outlaws, and he walked away. At Almost three hundred thousand dollars for a couple of days' worth of work, so you never know what's going to happen at eldora but but i I remember back in the days when Carl Kenzer and Steve Kenzer with these big they didn't have a lot of big money events back there, but you know you had Knoxville and then a couple things. But I remember if you walked around their pit area, you didn't approach them they they were intense they were focused on the on the job at hand because that's how they make their living and I think for a lot of guys the realization that hey, I can win a million dollars. That's a life-changing event. In fact, I just told Shane Stewart this morning. I said, "Hey, you win this thing." He was asking about his motorhome camping but I said, if "You win this thing, you can go on uh, hdtv's Lottery Dream Homes. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be set up pretty good <laughs> for life." And he got a he got a kick out of that. But uh, but it's a this is a life-changing event for somebody.
2: Yeah, I've um I talked a little bit with Jonathan Davenport. He was the late model winner of this last year, won the million. Yep. And you're right. It, it is. It's just, you, you look at the earnings, you look at the earnings, and then you put a one in front of everything. Um, gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's unreal as far as that goes. Jerry, the size and scope, you talked about, you're the GM, you talked about it. How many? How many people will you employ? How many people will be part of the process that you lead us through these next four days? well just just from an eldora
3: standpoint we're going to be somewhere around 250 to 275 employees um, wow. just from my aspect. And then you add in uh, sanctioning bodies, um, e- the teams, how many people they employ uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the industry, uh, you know, you got shock companies, uh, engine builders, and, and uh, a lot of the people you see with performance racing industry, uh, our whole industry, they're here focused on this thing. And the, the other thing that, is, so it's a lot of people that are going to be here and trying to make things happen for their respective teams. And then, uh, the other thing that's really uh, kind of caught me off guard a little bit is how many corporate CEOs we've got coming in. Our, our hospitality area sold completely out. We have, we're one of the few dirt tracks with suites. Those sold out, and then we put some tents up to entertain some, uh, some uh, big brass from companies that have an involvement in sprint car racing, our motorsports uh, overall. And, and so I think this is really going to give, uh, especially wing spread car racing, a shot in the arm. You've seen late models in the last few years. There have been a lot of what I call big money events. You know, from twenty thousand up, it's not it's not uncommon to see somebody win twenty, fifty, or a hundred thousand dollars. Well, spread car racing, for whatever reason, has been behind. The eight ball on that sum, and and I think this is going to uh, flip the switch on, and and you're going to see we had two hundred fifty thousand dollars to the winner a few weeks ago in Usits and and you got Knoxville coming up, and you know this really kind of kicks off the month of money they used to call it uh, with what we do here, and then and then the Knoxville Nationals, but it's two million and twenty three thousand dollars posted for four days of uh, of racing. So uh, and to give you a comparison, I think um, you know the Knoxville National over that four days is about a million dollars, and that's no knock on Knoxville. It's just, but I think you're going to see things get elevated and, and, and the bar is going to move higher. And I think, uh, I think the people in the industry deserve that too.
4: Jerry, you've been around a lot of forms of racing, obviously in the NASCAR world for a long time. What has it been like for you to get involved in the dirt world into what are your thoughts on the sprint car, the passion in, in the, in the fans? How does it compare?
3: You know, um. I, it's a, And that's a good point. And I, I grew up going to uh, dirt tracks here mm-hmm. throughout Indiana, little bull rings, watching sprint car racing with my dad. My dad raced uh, back in the 60s, and I can remember as a little boy riding, uh, falling asleep on his lap uh, on the way home from races. And as a kid, he would bring me over to Eldora, and I remember that was a big deal mm-hmm. to get to go Eldora and see the big names race. And so I've been around dirt track and short track racing literally my whole life. I, I know when we built the, uh, the dirt track there at Charlotte mm-hmm. when I was working under Bruton and Humphrey, uh at charlotte that i was i was a big proponent of uh yeah this is going to be cool to have it right here in the backyard then i had to like suppose that I, I realized then i had to work the full-time job at the nascar track and then go over and work uh work the dirt track until midnight or one in the morning and uh those days got a little bit long but um but having but it, it, from a general manager's standpoint I, i've been fortunate enough to be the you know the gm up at new hampshire mm-hmm. with the nascar and um uh i think uh a lot of the things obviously I, I learned from Bruton and Humpy and the and the Eddie Gossages of the world that I that I've uh... Had a chance to be around certainly serves me well here at Eldora and and then trying to promote big events that's something at, at Speedway Motorsports we always did. I mean we had to make an event bigger, uh, bigger and better every every time and and try to raise the bar. So so those things are serving me well. Uh, deep down I'm a I'm a I'm a sprint car kind of guy. Although last year I got exposed to late models working in this job and I, I, I developed a real appreciation for the racing and the technology and the, and the uh, the the product that they put on a track, so so Eldora's given me a great opportunity to see you know really the best two forms of, of dirt track racing there is.
2: Boy, no doubt about it, no doubt about it. It is good stuff, that is for sure. Jerry, you talked about the camping is sold out, but are there any tickets left for the Million? Any tickets left for the King's Royal Wednesday night, Friday night? What yes. you what you got available there?
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the King's Royal, we're getting down uh, to the nitty gritty on. Uh, on reserve. We're going to have the largest crowd in history uh, at the King's Royal ever for Eldora. It's going to outdraw the inaugural uh, NASCAR truck race, anything, the the, uh, the preludes, uh, the World 100. So, uh, so that's going really well. Uh, the So far, the Sprint million is ahead of where the late model million was a, a year ago, the same amount of time out. Uh, but we still have capacity. We got these, uh, you know, we can hold almost 30,000 in the bowl here. So uh, somebody asked me if we would stop selling tickets, and I said, not until I get a call from Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> uh, I we'll, we'll keep the... Uh... <laughs> We'll keep uh, we'll keep right on trucking along selling tickets until we can't do that. And we do have adjacent camping. If somebody decided to come over, there's a another property. It's privately owned uh, across the street from us. And I know he's got camping. It's called Speedy Camping. So if you just go to EldoraSpeedway.com, you can get ticket information and and uh, the the camping and and kind of logistics of, of how everybody works. But I'm telling you, Thursday night is going to be a monumental event. I don't know if it ever happened again in our lifetime. You never know what. What the future brings, but uh, but uh, those guys are going to be up on the wheel and they're going to be going hard at it, and uh, and all eyes will be on Eldora uh, this entire four days. But that Thursday night Eldora million is going to be really special. Really,
2: truly mm-hmm. is. That's for sure. It's not the summer shootout. It's not Friday night games <laughs> at Central Cabarrus, Jerry. It's not. It's not either of those. But it's darn close. That's for it's, sure. So uh, it's
3: not a. It, it's none of those things, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to put 90 spread car people in the pit, or 90 cars in the pits, and we used to put 200 and something in the pit area of Charlotte for summer shootouts. So I, 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 in some ways, shootouts uh, still got some good memories of, uh, of logistics and running a race in a timely fashion, that's for sure. Good,
2: good stuff, that's for sure. Jerry, it is a pleasure to catch back up with you. We wish you well this weekend. Uh, we wish you rest after Sunday or Sunday and beyond, but we do wish you the best this weekend. <laughs>
3: Well, thanks, guys. It's good to catch up with you. You're two of my favorite people in the industry, and I appreciate what you do to promote uh, wing sprint car racing uh, uh, around, uh, around our
2: country and especially here at Eldora. So I uh, hope to see you somewhere at a race soon. I'm sure we will. That's Jerry Gappins, general manager up at Eldora Speedway. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. Man, oh, man. (laughs) Woo, man, are we in for some treats this week. Uh,
4: When Jerry was talking about Thursday night really will change someone's life. You know, you think about Eldora, Kings Royal, Knoxville National, Houston. Those are huge paychecks. Yeah. A million dollars. Uh, Yeah. Even if you're a driver, you get 50%. He's right. That's not only life-changing because it's historical and your name will forever be on the trophy, but that actually is literally life-changing to win that kind of money.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just, it really is. And then to find out that Saturday night's King's Royal will be the largest crowd. Yeah. Larger than... The, truck, the races. truck races, larger than the world one hundreds, larger than the, the million dreams. last year. The for dream. The, remember yeah. the prelude to the dream. Remember the prelude yeah. to the dream. Yeah. That Saturday night, there will be more people at Eldora than they've ever had before. It is speaks volumes. It speaks volumes for the industry, but I'm telling you, it speaks volumes for our racers,
4: our fans, and too. our
2: fans exactly. Our fans are showing up and it speaks volumes for our fans. Mm-hmm. Our fans are not there to see Jerry Gappins. Our fans are not there to see a Wing Nation pre-race show or whatever pre-race show. Our fans are not there to see to, to see a world of outlaw official. You know, our fans are there to see our drivers. Yep. And we've talked about this for the last couple of years. Sprint car racing competition personality characters is bonkers right now Mm -hmm. and this is the result of that the racers are drawing the people yep and now the racers are racing for a million dollars and then bless their hearts somebody's going to have to settle for a hundred (laughs) and seventy five thousand dollars on saturday night plus a big crown though for the 40th annual yeah yeah man oh man i'll tell you what it is good stuff that is for sure National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. Yesterday would have been The Preacher, Gary Patterson, GP's birthday. Sam Hanks later this week, Richard the Gas Man Griffin, Elmer George, Ricky Hood. Man, I spent some time with Ricky Hood one day out at that, uh, used to be a museum out in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyler Burnett used to be here. He's with Flow Racing now. Him and I went out there, and we ended up drinking beer with Ricky Hood. (laughs) Man, oh man, you want to talk about some stories. Oh, yeah. Woo! We were living right that day. We walked out of there. T-Bone and I walked out of there thinking, did that just happen? And we've (laughs) talked about it since. We still don't necessarily believe it happened, although we know. (laughs) Uh, Charlie Wiggins, uh, George Doc McKenzie, Wally Campbell, and Le- uh, Campbell and Leland McSpadden have birthdays coming up. Uh, we'd like to encourage you to become a supporting member of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Only $25, free admission to the museum, 10% discount off museum store merchandise, and so much more. You can find out more at SprintCarHof.com. That's SprintCarHof.com. Tonight, the Brad Doty Classic, the Doty. Last year, it was Kyle Larson. He will return. In the long and storied history of the Doty, Aaron, nobody has ever won back-to-back. Back-to-back. Nope. Never. Man, young money's going to be gunning for that thing tonight, ain't he? Oh, yeah. And Brad yeah. did, and, and uh, Carson talked about it. Brad put an extra few bucks, few shekels on the line yep. for $15,000 to win.
4: I just love Brad Doty. Oh, I just, just got to say had I mean, We had him on last week. I mean, I love last his, week. his race. I love catching yeah. up with him. He we had him just... on
2: last week. He was great. Yes. He was great. Spencer Baston was the 2021 winner. May, the World of Outlaws were there. Donnie Schatz picked mm-hmm. up the win. So plus the locals like Craig Mintz, Travis Filo, and Zeth um, Sabo, this is going to be good. Then we roll into Eldora for the million. And Shoot I'm we. like, we don't, there's no stats. There's, 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 no. there's, there's no stats for this thing. We, what we do know is this. The World of Outlaws ran there earlier this year, okay? Rico and Logan Schuhart won those races. And the All-Stars ran there, and Sam Teep Jr. won. Yeah. That's all we know. And Brad and Carson and David are not going to worry about a good points night.
4: Yeah. And no one's gonna worry about a points night.
2: They're gonna be some chances taken.
4: Oh yeah. There's, There's gonna be, gonna some, be some some
2: There's gonna be some passing. Yes. Aggressive passing. Aggressive passing. Oh I, I'm telling you what is good. And then not to be outdone, the fortieth annual King's Royal Twenty-one different drivers have wore the crown. The king, Steve Kinzer's war at the most times, um, seven times. Seven, seven times. Eight drivers <laughs> entered, have won the King's Royal in the past, led by Donnie Schatz, who has five most among active drivers. Last year it was Brent Marks. Of course, he won the historical big one a couple days earlier. 2021, Tyler Courtney. 2020 was Kyle Larson. 2019 was Brad Sweet. He also won in 2013. Mm-hmm. This silly season has just intrigued the Dickens out of me.
4: Oh, yeah. Things are getting crazy.
2: Shane Stewart, we had him on our show last week or two weeks ago, somewhere along the way. Shane Stewart, he's in Bernie's number 71 Mm -hmm. car. He's a uh, 2015 champion. Don't sleep on the madman in that Vermeer car. They went up and they had two top five finishes with the All-Stars. King Carey from 2014 and then Darren Pittman in the uh is is gonna be back as well. So uh he's a two thousand eight champion. Man oh man. This is just gonna be great. Uh there are some other races though. If you're in California and you're bemoaning the fact that you can't drive over the Rockies and across the Mississippi Del Dora, you no (laughs) worry because Bud Cading is throwing a party. Mm -hmm. We have Bud on our TV show this week. When they throw a party. (laughs) When they throw a party there's only going to be one party bigger. It's. I'm telling you what, if they didn't have their party the same night as Eldora, it'd be the biggest party in sprint car racing. Yes. And it still might be. <laughs> they might compete out there. It is the Howard Cating Classic at Ocean Speedway in Watsonville 360s, the Taco Bravo 360s on um, Friday night. They've got the pizza. The band, the after party, ready to go. Of course. They got the midday food brunch, midday midday. I love how you
4: have the menu.
2: Exactly. And then (laughs) NARC, King of the West Series, 6,900 to win. And they're working on the purse all the way through the field. Bud didn't want to get too far ahead of himself. But you qualify for that race, you're going to have a really, really good night. Yeah. Um, I love that, and and Bud Cating is just great, um, and and one of your favorite racetracks. Mm-hmm. We I, I love when tracks jump in and do something, and I and I and I and I hate that we overshadow this, but it's the Kings Royal and the Eldora Million, <laughs> but Mercer Speedway, Western Pennsylvania, um, uh, they have done such a wonderful job out there. Yeah. They have taken a track that five years ago was sitting idle. And they have revitalized it. They have a strong, robust weekly program that does not include sprint cars, but they're adding more sprint car dates. Mm -hmm. This Saturday night, the sprint cars in Western Pennsylvania are going to run for seven grand to win. I love it. I just think that what they're doing at Mercer is good. And I know you're up against the Kings Royal, and we're all going to go bonkers about the Kings Royal. But add a boy to 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 the Michael's crew out there at Mercer Speedway seven grand. Someone's going to leave there awful happy yep. on Saturday night as well. And so that is good stuff. And I'm getting ready to leave here happy. Man, because <laughs> we talk sprint car racing. Oh, my gosh. Really, really good stuff. Um, Wing Nation gear will be available um, wherever. Tom Book Motorsports and uh, Justin Peck Race. You can go to ShopWingNation.com. ShopWingNation.com. This weekend, and I reference this, this weekend, Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit on TV, Wednesday night on Revan Canada, Friday afternoon, Mav TV. Fascinating visit, as they always are with Bud Cating. Yeah. Bud Cating is, when I get done talking with Bud Cating, I said, there's a reason I list him as one of my favorite people to talk to. Him. Mm-hmm. And then you go a spell and you don't talk to him and you say, well, yeah, yeah. And then you talk to him again and say, man, why don't I talk to this guy all the time? He's that good. Yeah. And they're planning for their big party out there this week. So Great, great stuff, that is for sure. Speaking of great stuff, wow. Carson Macedo and Jerry Geffins joining us here on the program. Make sure you enjoy this, what we have this week. Folks, it's not going to be perfect, and your driver may not win them all. Enjoy what we have. We have something really, really special. And yes, there's going to be a call, and yes, there's going to be this, and yes, the big old bad world of outlaws are going to be in places and they're not going to be in places. And we all want to compare, well, this, 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 anything. Folks, stop. Enjoy. Have a beer. Pop some popcorn and enjoy what we're going to see this weekend because it is going to be special. I don't want to see all you negativity people all on this <laughs> week. On this week. We'll save it for that. No, next week is Pennsylvania Posse Week again. Oh, boy. Here we go. Anyhow, so have fun, Sprint Car fans. This is our week right here. One of our weeks to shine, and we're going to love it. Follow along on our social channels. She's Erin Everton. I'm Steve Post. Thank you for joining us here this time on Wing Nation.